I was getting so many students approaching me afterwards saying like, okay, what else are you making? Like, can I learn something else from you? And that's when it hit me that I was like, wait a minute, I'm not the person to teach everyone everything. Right. There's so many people in the industry that are so good at what they do. Why don't we all come together and make education that is based on that expertise? Hey, it's Julie with It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, where we highlight voices of leaders in every aspect of the nail industry to share with you career guidance, growth hacks, and hilarious stories. Whether you're a licensed nail pro or a nail enthusiast, there's room for all of us to build fulfilling careers, so stick around to learn and laugh. Welcome to It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly, and today we're doing something a little bit different. So we have Jess here, and yes... Jess is actually going to be interviewing me this time. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Are you, how does it feel? Are you nervous? Uh, no, I feel very comfortable actually. That's actually, as I was saying that, I was like, you're probably like, this is probably great for you. It's like you have a day off. <laughs> it's like when you're going into work, but you, you're not working that shift. Yeah. So you just get to just observe. And... I think I'm more nervous to ask questions than I am to answer them. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you're one of these people that like is so, you have such a thirst for knowledge, Julie. <laughs> but like, it's like no you want to like learn everything about everything so that's that's interesting to me that you're like nervous to ask the questions well because I'm always like am I answering asking the right questions and stuff like that you know like to put on a good show that kind of thing but now that's on you (laughs) no pressure that's no big deal how many episodes have you recorded so far uh we are on our I believe 11 12 or almost a dozen yeah so it's awesome to see it yeah like are you how are you feeling? No, I think it's great. And I think um, It's a Nail Thing is really showcasing so many different kinds of people mm-hmm. and not just like huge name nail celebrities and stuff like that. Like it's everyday people who are going to help you get further in your career, which is awesome. I think that's so important yeah. because as much as like you and I being small content creators, like we appreciate other people who are out there who are bigger, like these big, yeah. big content creators. But then there are people who are the smaller or mid-level who have just as much like experience and just as much education that they want to share with people. Absolutely. And I think that it's so important that you're like highlighting that. Yeah. I think that's, so, that's everyone really cool. should have a voice. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I have learned so much from people in the industry. I've been in the industry since 2008 and I've learned so much from people who've like been doing nails since the eighties yeah. who have no idea how to work Instagram or YouTube or anything. They're just out there doing it and doing their clients and yeah, you can not. never learn enough. Exactly. I've known you for six years now. It's been a while, a really long time. Yeah. How long have you been doing nails? I, so I started doing nails in 2011, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. And I literally just got into it because I liked nail art. And honestly, I wanted to go to art school, but my brother was in art school and my brother's a really good artist and I didn't want to compete with him. So I was like, if I can do something that he would never do, then maybe I'll stand out a little bit in my family. So I was like, I'll do nails. My brother would never do nails. <laughs> I really love that. I think that's really sweet. Is he older or younger? Than he's old? older. I was gonna say it sounds like and older. He's such an amazing artist. Like he what does, does he all do? the realism stuff and like Renaissance style oil paintings. Like Whoa. his stuff is incredible. And I could never beat that. But I started. That I had a series where I was doing his paintings on my nails because I was so inspired by him. I was gonna say like yeah. you, you're like I could never compete with that. But you have like these little tiny canvases little tiny and you do things. incredible things. <laughs> Were your are your parents artistic or like no, grandparents? No, like, in my family is. It's just me or my brother. I love yeah. that. I mean, listen, maybe you have like a great however many you know grandma or aunt or something that <laughs> was like yeah that was like an incredible you know painter or something yeah. or sculptor. <laughs> Who knows? We never know. So. 
you were a nail artist for a long time. And then I know we worked in a salon together. Yes. And it seems like you've done almost every job in the nail industry. Yeah, I've done a lot of different aspects. So so when I started doing nails, I was just in a salon or a spa at that time. And, um, you know, you're doing your day-to-day. And I realized there was so much that I didn't know and that my clients were asking me. And I was like, I didn't know how to answer things. So I would always do a lot of research. And I was book smart in school, but I didn't care about anything because none of it interested me. Yeah. But when it came to nails, like I would read a nail textbook and remember every word of it because mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. And especially at that time, nobody really cared about the science behind nails. No. And uh, so my clients were like really fascinated. And I realized that's a really easy way to maintain clients and get, you know, return clients, even if you don't know how to do nails, to be honest, because I was terrible at it. I wasn't good at it. And I could paint you, you know, Picasso on it, but I couldn't give you a good manicure. Right. Um, so I, you know, I went from competing in, you know, art competitions. Like I was in the first ever next up nail artist, mm-hmm. um, got fourth place on I'm that. Say, I you think. got pretty far. Yeah. That was a scary situation. Um, but super I have fun. so much respect for anyone. I hosted one year of that. I know you were the host of that. It was yeah, so fun. Winnie and I co-hosted. It's insane. I didn't even judge, so I was able to like yeah. look at these during the show and be like, "This is great. This is great." And I could say everybody was great because I wasn't judging. I can't. I saw what the competitors went through, and you got fourth place. So you I don't for think so people long. realize too. And they changed the competition this year because it was so stressful. You can't have a full time job and do that. No, I, it's I literally don't know 50, how. 60 hours of work on one nail set. Yeah. a week. It was yeah. insanity. I don't. I don't remember sleeping during that time. And I was also in the OPI All Stars yeah. version a couple years ago. Um, but yeah, so I, I was doing competitions and stuff and, you know, I wasn't really that great at doing nails, but because people saw me doing art and being in these big competitions in the magazines and stuff, I got hired at Paintbox and, you know, I really focused on art and I fell in love with teaching, helping people come up with designs or getting into their designs. And from there, I ended up moving to LA and I got to create the entire uh, mobile team for LA and Orange County for Glam Squad. Which is where I met you. We met at Candyland. Oh, we Land. met at Candyland first. We but I was there for like a day. And then Literally, that's one of my yeah. favorite stories about you. Because your desk was behind me. Yeah. And I will never forget turning around you and you being like, I don't vibe with this. I got to get out of here. And literally, you were there for, yeah, like two I or was, three days. Yeah. I remember the meeting we went to and yeah. I was asking questions. I was like, are you sure this is how a business is supposed to run? Yeah. And you're <laughs> sitting there going, I don't think this is state board. <laughs> All right. That's fine. And I was just like, no, it's totally going to be fine. Like, it's going to be whatever. And you're like, I got to go. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. But I then, was, yeah. I never you got that back. great. No, yeah. you didn't. You got the great job at Glam Squad. And then you're like, can you just come with me? Just yeah. I was like, Jess needs to come here. Yeah. And I did. I bounced. I yeah. was like, okay, see you later. Yeah. And Glam Squad was great because it was the first time I really got to experience management and being on like a whole different side of it. Cause I wasn't really doing nails at that time. I was helping, mm-hmm. you know, people like you and Merrick and everybody who was part of the team go out and do celebrities and like, you know, make their entire careers out of like this mobile manicuring things. It was really yeah. cool to, to be a part of that. And I was so inspired by you guys. And I was constantly asked to teach more classes and do things on the side. And, um, yeah, I ended up really wanting to create my own business. So I ended up creating nail know-how, which was kind of on the back burner when I worked with Orly for a little bit, I was mm-hmm. uh, managing their education department for a small section of a year, but, um, and that was super fun and it was a great experience, but I just, always wanted to kind of be make make my own thing because I felt like there was nothing out there that 
made sense for what I was trying to achieve. Right. And I was like, I have to make it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Is that, I always forget if it's, I wish, I think it's Emerson said that, I think. It would have been great if I was like, as Emerson said, I'm pretty sure he's the one that said it, (laughs) but it's true. And it's, I feel like you're the type of person with the way that your brain works. You, at least from someone who's known you for this long, it's, I, one of the things I appreciate is you do have that artistic brain that, you know, you can say, oh, like use this brush to do this. And I know, just trust me, just mix these two colors together and it's going to create this, just trust the process with this art type thing because you're so patient. But at the same time, I do really appreciate the fact, and all of us appreciate the fact that you, I would imagine, can't sleep at night unless you figured one thing out. And I remember at Glam Squad specifically, we had in our kits, you were so adamant about certain things that we had in our kits. I think you know where I'm going with this. That little thing that you stuck on the cuticle pusher that was like textured like a nail file. And I remember I had never seen it before. And you're like, oh my God, this is a game changer. All my clients were like, what is this? And I remember you made everybody at Glam Squad have that in our kit. forced everyone to have it because I thought it was the greatest thing ever. And it was so funny to me because that company that made that was discontinuing it. And I called up the company. I was like, you can't discontinue it. Like we need this. And I had them actually create more for Glam Squad because I was like, you can't get rid of this thing. It is the greatest thing that exists. I'm not surprised that you did that by any means. I think that it's just because that's just how your brain works. And so... So when you talked about nail know-how and, you know, you sent us all of these texts and emails being like, I'm starting this thing. I wasn't surprised. I'm like, of course, of course, Julie's (laughs) doing this thing. So like, if I can ask you, because I feel like a lot of artists get in a rut, you know, when they have to do the business side, like, how did you get the ball rolling for nail know-how? Because that's a big project that you created. Well, I guess I should start by saying what nail know-how is. Yes, please. Yes. (laughs) So nail start at the beginning. (laughs) So Nail Know How is a platform dedicated to helping not just nail techs, but unlicensed nail enthusiasts match with or find a career that would be the most fulfilling for them and then match them with education that would help them succeed in that career. Mm -hmm. And we do that by this innovative quiz that we have that helps you. It it breaks down like personality traits, you know, characteristics, your things that you value, your morals, and it matches you with a career that would make the most sense for you, whether you're licensed or not. And then, you know, we have our nail know-how mentors, which I've worked with many leaders in the industry in different aspects. And, you know, me and you are going to work together pretty Mm -hmm. soon too on that. And I help them create education that helps people succeed in that specific area. So like what types of careers because it's like as an outsider you'd be like okay all these people want to do nails so like how would they not all end up at manicurist yeah (laughs) so like what what other jobs besides just yeah nail tech at a shop um you'd be surprised and we're expanding every day how many results you can get but there's over 20 results right now really so uh, there's different categories that i break it down to so you have your social media jobs where it's, you know, you could be an influencer, you could be a content creator with UGC content. So you don't have to, you know, post it yourself. You have your nail product businesses. You could be creating nail polishes. You can be creating press on sets. You can make nail accessories, that kind of stuff where it's totally hands-off and you're never touching a client. And then you could be on the leadership side where you're educating for brands. You're working with salons to educate, salon management, 
And then, of course, working in a salon, whether you're working in a spa or you're working because there's different if you're working doing nails, a lot of people don't actually like doing nail art. So you might mm-hmm. match with, and you might think you hate doing nails because you don't want to do nail art and people are asking you for it when all you need to do is go to a salon or a spa that, you know, specializes in more like natural nail care and stuff like that. Yeah. Or like the med clinics and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. there's so many different things that you can get paired with. So it's really just based on what makes the most sense for you. Yeah. Love that. No, I think that that's. I think that that's so important because we've both worked in so many different environments and I've been an educator for companies. I've managed salons and I worked at a salon one time that had someone exactly like that. She had been doing nails forever, like 20 years. And she, she appreciated nail art, but didn't like doing Not it for her. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's totally fine. And she was, Oh my gosh, she was so good at massages. And if you had like really badly calloused feet, she would you yeah. want to go to her. You could just be a pedicurist. Exactly. And so she would a lot of the time do the base and then send them to me for the nail yeah. art. Cause I was like, like, I'll do a pedicure. I don't care. It's where the money is. Yeah. But like, I would love to just sit there and do nail art all day. Like I loved it. So yeah, that's like, I think that's an incredible quiz because it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Like when you first start. And I think this helps you kind of figure out which path would excite you the most. And you can like try things out and, you know, see the education that exists for it. And if you take it and you don't like it, because there's usually most of my mentors have some free resources Mm -hmm. before you even invest in the education for it. But it's a good way to just kind of like Try things out. Dip your toes in the water and see if it's, you know, something that's meant for you. I like that. Yeah. How do you find the mentors? I wasn't necessarily looking for people who I thought were going to be good teachers. Right. (laughs) I was looking for people who I truly believed are really good at that specific aspect in the industry. Mm -hmm. There are some people that I'll be like, I don't even know if you could teach very well, but I'm going to make you teach well, you know, because that's what I specialize in. I'm an education consultant and I can help anybody teach anything because I'm really confident in creating curriculum. Mm -hmm. So I sought out the people that I thought would be the most relatable and easy to talk to. And also that for sure showed me that they were experts in that area of the industry. Mm -hmm. So I contacted a bunch of people and I was like, hey, I'm planning on doing this thing and I'd really like you to be a part of it. Everybody was so excited. So it was, it's really cool to... To see that, yeah. I mean, it's a great concept because I think that, like, because where did you go to beauty school? Oh, gosh. In, well, I like, went in New state, York and New Jersey. Okay, both, so, yeah. yeah. So, and I'm sorry, did you go to nail school or did you go to cosmetology I went to school? nail school in New Jersey and then cosmetology in New York. <laughs> yeah. I love that you did both. <laughs> I did both. Yeah. But, I mean, as you know, like, I, and they only teach you enough to pass state Yeah. Form. I went in Michigan and it's all the same. And I think that once you graduate... You have your license and it's like, now what? Yeah. And I think nail know-how would be incredible for students. Or like you said, people who are just nailing. I like that yeah, you refer to them as, what'd you say? Non-licensed enthusiasts. Yeah. 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 No, I think that's I a think- huge thing because, you know, in what our previous episodes, we just talked to Crystal who's unlicensed, but she literally made her entire career just painting her thumbnail on social media. Like it's, you can do so much and you don't need a license for all of them. I'm wondering like, how, how do you feel about like this new wave of people that have been exactly like that, that are just enthusiasts and then they're on social media and they're like, I've never done, I've never gone to beauty school, 
But here I am because I hear both sides of that where people are like, you have to go through the trenches like me. And other ones that are like, no, do your thing. <laughs> like, how are you? Yeah. How do you see all of that? I feel like there's kind of a war on that side um, mm. because there's definitely boundaries that you should not cross if you are not licensed. And that involves touching other people. Like if you're doing somebody else's nails and you don't have a license, I get it. Like schools can cost a lot of money um, and it's you know difficult to get in sometimes. But you you just you can't mess with the sanitation of it and mm-hmm. like all of the protocols and stuff they're put in place because what we do is actually really really the precision behind it and everything it's pretty intense and people yeah. don't realize it like we could be surgeons if we wanted to because our hands are so steady to do these tiny little things you mix your acrylic wrong and you it overcures too quick and it gets really hot like there's so many different things that can happen allergic reactions like there's just so many things and people don't realize that when they start out and they're just like oh i'm doing my nails friends for i'm doing my friends nails for fun and it's Mm -hmm. just like no you're you're gonna come into an issue and you're not gonna realize that but yeah like but that's why there's so many things you can do if you don't have and you still want to paint nails go ahead make a press-on shop like sell it there you can and then you don't even have to talk to people like that's the best you know what i mean just throw them on etsy and that's it there's just there's no reason to if you're if you don't have a license as you know, this podcast is sponsored by Orly, but what you might not know is that Orly Plus is the educational platform made just for professionals that Orly recently launched. On Orly Plus, you can access free on-demand courses to master your skills, and that's available worldwide. If you are based in the U.S. or Canada, you also have access to the Orly Plus online shop, where professionals get 50% off retail on all Orly products. And this one is for you, it's a nail thing listeners who are licensed nail professionals. If you sign up on Orly Plus in February or March 2023, and you buy a 0.6 ounce bottle of Builder in a Bottle, you'll get a second 0.6 ounce Builder in a Bottle for 50% off. Just head on over to Orly Plus, Orly.plus on your browser, O-R-L-Y dot P-L-U-S, and sign up if you are a licensed nail professional and use the code BUILDERPOD, all caps, B-U-I-L-D-E-R-P-O-D, when you buy a 0.6 ounce builder in a bottle, and you'll get the second one 50% off. There's such a part of the beauty industry that we don't really talk about, and I, because one of the things that I scream about all the time, especially when I was actively doing nails, is every single award season. I was very fortunate that all of my clients tagged me, but ever I feel like you know exactly where I'm going with this. Every single award season, you see big name celebrities who will go styled by this person, hair by this person, makeup by this person. Thank you guys, bye. And you go. I'm sorry, I was squished under a table, like painting your hands and toes. And I zero not credit. Even I feel like, you know, with movie credits, you see the hair and the makeup. And there are certain movies. I remember when, um, uh, what was the Wizard of Oz prequel that came out that had Mila Kunis and her nails were even a thing. They were on the poster. Yeah. We don't know who did her nails. You probably do. But I, I don't know who did her nails. And it's like... I think it's so interesting. No, it, it's funny that you say that because you know the song Unholy by Sam yes, Smith? Yes, I do. I was so mad when that video came out because the thumbnail is literally nails. Like it's nails on that person's face. Like yeah. huge long nails all decked out. And in the credits, they don't say anything about the nail tech. <sighs> I just... But they say everything about the makeup artist. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I saw Sam Smith at a restaurant <laughs> the other day. Did you? Gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, they're gorgeous. I, yeah. I was like, oh, you know. It's so really amazing everywhere. But yeah, that's such a good point that there's things where, or I feel like, um, 
I'll use Lizzo as an example because she credits her nail artist yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah. Lizzo always Cardi has B, incredible. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That's become – like, have you found that, that there's, like, people who are – it's a thing now? Yeah, I think, too, because the culture of nails has changed a lot and, um, you know – it's more acceptable now to have like crazy decked out nails. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of the celebrities who do those crazy decked out nails are flaunting it, showing who it is that did them because it's, it's insane. Do you know how long it takes to do those nails? It's like eight hour projects. Like (laughs) they're insane. I always think of um, one of my favorite things that Lizzo's nail artist ever did was Lizzo wore a dress like to an award show years ago that like it looked like wood. And her nail artist literally painted and she not only tagged the nail artist, but like reposted the video of her painting, like these wooden looking nails. I love and it that. was yeah, it was incredible. <laughs> Have you ever had like a, a set that's taken you hours and hours? Uh, well, with Next Stop Nail Artist, I've hit probably sixty hours on a set before. That's what did you do? That was probably uh, so that was probably the India set that I did because it was like colors of the world and choose a country or place that you would always want to go to. And I picked India and I literally hand sculpted with acrylic hands doing signs from. Yeah, it was the longest set I've ever done. And you're just like breathing in fumes for so long and you're just trying to not pass out. But you're like, I got to get this done. And you're like trying to carve these tiny little things. Yeah, those are and then people have to bring you food and stuff because you forget to eat. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things is like when you're doing a set and you are like hunched over. Oh, my God. And then you go. As soon as you break. stand up, you're like, what was I doing? <laughs> and then your back like spasms out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's bananas. Just bananas. So I want to know, um, since you've been doing this Orly podcast and we're at the Orly Color Labs and you've been working with Orly for so long, what's your Orly story? So I had always used Orly products in the past just because their polishes are really accessible and I always love the colors of them. Um, But actually, when I was working at Glam Squad, one of the models that I would use to train the nail techs there was friends with the owner's son. Hmm. And she was like, you know, I think you would be a really good person to connect with and me and him went out to lunch. We talked about things. And then before you know it, I was the manager of the education department in Orly. And it was an incredible experience. I think Orly is just an incredible company to see. Like, it's so community-based and everybody's, like, very friendly and transparent about things. Yes. And it's just, like, a really, really great company. So That's something I've found. Like, the more people I meet, like, people are just really real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there's such a stigma like being in the beauty industry that because it's the beauty industry and what we do is make people or hands or whatever beautiful that everyone is superficial yeah and it's so great when and this is one of the things I found meeting you where you find someone who is actually genuine and is actually going to lift people up and that's what I found with Orly as a company that that's yeah it's like the whole to me that's the whole vibe here yeah is that like I'll help you. It's, yeah. it's fine. And, and the corporate side of it too. Yeah. Like to be in, you know, an office all day. Cause I was used to doing nails all the time mm-hmm. or, you know, being around nail techs and that wasn't the case when you're, you know, in an office. Um, but it's just, it's still a much more pleasant experience than, you know, an office job elsewhere, you know? Yeah. How did you find that transition? I feel like I had kind of worked my way up to that with 
the way my career was going. So I felt like that was kind of the next step for me. Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel like much of a, a difficult transition. I went from uh, doing mobile nails to being in an office. Yeah. All day. And I was like, I had you to get travel up so walking. much. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's just, you know, but you've like, you've traveled a lot like with, you know, I mean, I used to, Yeah. but I, I'm not like you. I can't handle that. <laughs> I'm I'm very much like I get super social anxiety. So I had a hard time. Like I really liked working in salons where I would get the same clients mm-hmm. um, because I was not cut out to like meet new people all the time. And like I was in the you know celebrity nail world for a little bit. And I just like I'm not cut out for that. And everyone's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know how you do that. How you talk to people. Like, I just, I'm so awkward. I get so nervous. My face turns red immediately. And I'm like, people are just like, okay, is this girl okay? (laughs) Do you have, um, I mean, as an educator, I feel like you've, you've talked to all different types of nail techs. Like, do you have advice like in general for nail techs as far as like self-care and recharging their batteries after doing that all day? Because it's really like emotionally draining. Like you just said, talking to so many people and having to be on and having to hunch over and it really takes a toll on you physically and emotionally. Yeah. I think one of the big things that nail techs forget to do is take a vacation. Uh, Especially if you're, you know, working at your own studio or you own your own place, like you don't take breaks. No. You don't even take breaks to pee or eat. Like, there, it just doesn't happen. Um, and I think it's really important to understand that it's okay to tell your clients, hey, I'm not going to be here for two weeks and just leave. Yeah. <laughs> and get out. Even if you're just staying at home for two weeks, just stay at home for two weeks. Give yourself a break. We love a staycation. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay home, make food, put on succession, yeah. just don't do anything <laughs> exactly. else like, for the rest of the day. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's like the running joke, too. I mean, and I'm, I'm literally doing it right now when people are like, iced coffee's not a meal. And it's like, that's something that nail techs do a lot. Do you have like any other, because I want to get into the do's and don'ts for nail techs and... I think that all of us, I'll, I'll just say me, um, I made a lot of mistakes early on in my career. Like, do you have like specific do's and don'ts for people who are starting out? Um, my do is to try everything. And my don't is to the same thing. Don't get stuck doing one thing. Like, don't just go to a salon, work there and think that that's the end of, or like, the all be it for your career um, because there's a million different avenues that you could take and you might hate doing nails in a salon and think that you hate doing nails in general when that's Mm -hmm. not the case. So I think especially for nail techs who maybe have been in the game for a long time and they get burned out, um, it's time to explore something new in the industry and not just leave the industry completely because I feel like a lot of nail techs end up leaving the industry because they think there's only one option and there's not. And it's really scary to make that adjustment too. And so if someone were to say, listen, I've been at a salon for five years, my clients are loyal, but I just, I, I hate this. Like I hate this day to day monotony, like, and they go on nail know-how and they take the quiz and which everyone needs to do. Cause I think that's just an incredible (laughs) idea that you, that's so great. And it says, oh, you'd be really great at salon management. Like, do you have, how do you have advice for someone who's like, scared to take take the risk because it's so easy to stay in the salon and yeah where you're comfortable and, mm-hmm. um but you know like everyone says if you stay in your comfort zone you're never gonna truly grow if it, if it excites you or scares you in a way that probably means it might be right for you yeah so um yeah i think just explore a little bit of it see what you match with and dig into it i love that yeah when you're talking about all of the resource 
resources on nail know-how? Like, where do you, where do you get that information? Cause you personally are someone that I really, really admire in the sense that, you know, I knew who Doug Shun was because of you and he's incredible. And I know he's like, you know, you're, I can't even think of the word. He's like, you're Messiah. He's my idol. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's yeah. But like, I, <laughs> we're going to build the church of Doug Shun and Julie's going to run it. Um, it's going to be great. But like, how did, like, where do you get all of the information? Like, are you, are you just one of those people that's like, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to go on all these things. Or do you have people that you're like, Hey, like, come write this thing for me or like, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, in general, like I'm always going to do research to make sure I can back things up, but that's what we have the nail know-how mentors for. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, whenever we find a different aspect of the industry and we're always growing cause we don't have a ton right now of mentors, but looking to expand very soon. But yeah, that's what I go to them for. And we create digital guides, education resources, whatever it is together. And I help guide them through the process to make sure that it really fits the bill and helps people. And I see that you've got courses. Like, can we, can I hear more about that? So the first course I ever made was the Master Hand-Painted Nail Art course, and it is completely online, and I created it because I was doing in-person classes a lot, and I felt like I couldn't help everybody because I was only in one spot. Mm -hmm. And I know that education online was growing, but it wasn't growing at all in the nail community. So I made sure that you're seeing every angle, so you could see the pressure of the brushes and I really wanted to make sure that no matter how you learn, you would be able to comprehend and see results. Mm-hmm. So that's what all of my the courses that we're creating and the digital guides and all that stuff are meant to do. But the Master Hand Painting Art course basically teaches you the fundamentals behind hand painting. So that way, if you're doing your line work at home and it works out perfect, but then you go in the salon and you're like, why does this not look so good? The consistency is because of your fundamental techniques. So that's what that course does. And that was actually my first ever course that I ever made. And it was incredible to see the response from it. Um, And that's how Nail Know How actually started. And it's funny, too, because I was getting so many students and so many people approaching me afterwards saying, like, okay, what else are you making? Like, how can I learn something else from you? And, like, getting all these private questions. Um, And they were very career-based questions, too. Mm -hmm. And that's when it hit me that I was because I was like oh I'll just make a million courses and a million technique videos and all these things and I was like wait a minute I'm not the person to teach everyone everything right there's so many people in the industry that are so good at what they do why don't we all come together and make education that is based on that expertise so yeah it was really cool to be so inspired by my students to create the rest of nail know-how You won't brag about yourself, so I'm going to do it right now. And one of the things that I really love about you sincerely, and I'm not sure if I vocalize this, so I'm going to vocalize it right now publicly, (laughs) that you're not only one of these people that wants to spread all of the information that you have to help other people. You have no... um, You've got nothing behind it except the fact that I learned this thing and I'm also going to tell that thing. But you just said something that I feel like perfectly summed you up where you said... I'm just going to make a thousand videos and I'm going to like show everybody. And then you go, I can't make a thousand videos because I'm not, and I, I, this isn't a knock on you. I'm not an expert at everything because no one's an expert at everything. And I think that that's what makes you so special as a person because yes, you have the capacity, you have the brain capacity and you have the business sense (laughs) to make a thousand videos. If anyone could make a thousand videos, it'd be Julie Ventura. But you do say, you know what? Like maybe this person's a little bit better at acrylic. So I'm going to, 
And that's something that I think is really special. And that's what I think makes Neil Know How as a whole a really special thing because you, um, it's like, it's like master, like how they have the master class, you know, with yeah, all these yeah. actors and directors and writers, you have that for the nail industry. Thank and I think you. that's really special. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And that was actually one of the, the biggest inspirations too, was that there are a lot of nail techs who do teach everything. Right. And maybe they haven't really explored those certain aspects of the industry that they're teaching about. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, their students, they'll learn, they'll get excited. They'll do whatever they're, you know, learning from them. But then when they have questions about the nitty gritty of things, they can't answer that. So then you have a lot of really disappointed students who are like, I'm never going to do online education. I don't trust anyone anymore. And you lose a lot of faith in that part of the industry. So I think I really wanted to elevate the online side of things in the nail industry because there's just not a lot out there that's really matching the quality that should be out there. Well, it's so important, especially for people like me and you who are transplants. Yeah. Like we know what it's like to do nails in a different city. And at least I'll speak for my hometown. Like Kalamazoo has great nail salons now, but in 2008 they were just basic, basic stuff, which is great, but that's not what I wanted to do. So it would have been great in 2008, like to be able to go online in the early days of YouTube, I guess, and, you know, go, oh, there's a huge course on this. And that would have been great. Yeah. No, there's definitely room for everybody. And to be able to do it anywhere is the best part. Yeah. yeah. At any time of day. Any time 24 of day. hours. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. Thank I you. like. I would love to I like make this a thing where you and I just sit and talk about just nonsense. Our for new show. This, yes, yeah. that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> what we should call it. Tell everyone everyone listening that they need to comment immediately and say we need it solved. <laughs> no, I had so much fun. Thank you so much. Thank and I'm you. excited to listen to you and all of the other guests that you have coming up, which is so exciting. Awesome. Cool. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of It's a Nail Thing, brought to you by Orly. It was so fun being on the other side of the chair while the wonderful Jess Alexander interviewed me about my journey from nail tech to education consultant and founder of Nail Know How. If you're interested in finding out which path of the nail industry is perfect for you, check out the nail career quiz on nailknowhow.com. This 10th episode wraps up this season of It's a Nail Thing, so we will be taking a short break, but when we get back, we have some really interesting interviews that you won't want to miss. This episode was recorded at the Orly Color Labs in Los Angeles. If you are in LA, come visit the Orly Color Labs in person, and you can design and name your own custom color. If you're not in LA, no worries. You can visit colorlabs.com and make your own color online, and it'll be shipped right to you. A big thank you to Jeff Thompson from Phonogenic Studio for killing it with the sound. Don't forget to follow Orally on all socials and also at Orally Plus on Instagram. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't be shy to leave us a review. If you want to suggest somebody we should interview, email us at podcast at orallybeauty.com. 